This is the Craft of Coaching podcast, where you'll learn about how to become a life coach with a strong skill set through understanding the craft of coaching. I'm Kate Swoboda, also known as Kate Courageous. As the director of a life coach training program called the Courageous Living Coach Certification Program, I'm passionate about the craft of coaching and how we evolve the skills and the industry. Learn more about our program at teamclcc.com. And here's today's episode. All right, calling all introverts. And it's not that extroverts can't get something out of this episode. In fact, if you are an extrovert and you think maybe you might end up coaching an introvert as a client, you can get a lot from this episode. But particularly calling introverts, today I am interviewing Lisa Chartrand. She's over at SheLivesRed.com. She is a graduate of the Courageous Living Coach Certification, which is at TeamCLCC.com. And Lisa is a coach who helps introverted and highly sensitive women to bring excitement and fulfillment back into their life on their own terms. And that passion for these introverted women does not have to be wild And it doesn't have to be crazy, and it doesn't have to be extroverted. And she's really going to be all about helping people to fly their flag of introversion and embrace the strengths that are inherent in it. And you're going to see that throughout today's episode. So here we go, my interview with Lisa Chartrand of She Lives Red. All right. um, So... One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, Lisa, is because I know that, you know, since you're a graduate of CLCC, now you're on the leadership team for CLCC, I know that one of the things that you've really come to claim is the fact that you're an introvert. And in our society, when people think of an introvert, they often think of someone who's kind of so quiet that they won't be a go-getter or that they won't pursue their dreams or, you know, things of that nature. And I thought maybe I'd just start out by asking you, what are some of the common perceptions of introverts that you've encountered either because people have put them on you or that you've heard or that you help your clients with? Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely a lot of misconceptions about introverts. I think when people hear that word, you think of someone that is, you know, shy, that doesn't like interacting with people, that is kind of um, like in a room by themselves, reading books, doesn't want to socialize. Um, you, You kind of... I feel like it definitely comes across as a very negative picture for a lot of people in, in society. Uh, Although I think that is starting to shift a little, which I'm, I'm happy about, but it definitely, it's almost like it has like a weaker um, perception than extrovert. You know, extrovert is the, the one that's, you know, out in front of people and they're the life of the party. They're charismatic. They're, you know, meeting people, making deals and, you know, going on these amazing adventures and, and, uh, you know, living this amazing, exciting life. But um, people see introverts as kind of homebodies and um, 
you know, maybe, you know, overly um, reserved and kind of just almost like a recluse, you know, I feel like, and maybe I'm being a little bit extreme on both sides, but I feel like that's kind of the tone that you get when you hear um, of introvert versus extrovert. Definitely. Definitely. And, and it's like, those aren't bad things necessarily, right? Like I'm definitely a, you know, like if you ask me which I really prefer going to a party or um, hanging out at home with a stack of books, I'm, probably going to come down on the side of the books most of the time, (laughs) but like the way that the misperceptions about introverts seem to play out in society, it's like somebody who's introverted, like can't really engage, interact or, or really have the things that they want because that's only the domain of those sparkly extroverts who get out there and get after it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally with you, by the way. Um, I would say, you know, being at home with the the books, um, definitely my more comfortable place to be, but that doesn't mean that that's the only place they want to be. And that doesn't mean that um, if you're introverted, that you know, you're not interacting with the outside world and you're not having dreams that are bigger than, you know, your house or the, the room that you're in with those books. And so, um, I think, you know, really when I think of being an introvert, I think of it more as it's the way that I interact and the way that I kind of process things in the world. And so, I don't see it as, and I mean, it took me a while to get to this place if I'm being totally honest. Um, you know, it took me a while to, to think of my introverted, you know, pieces of myself in a, in a positive way. You know, I definitely had, you know, the same feelings, um, you know, you're too quiet or, you know, we need to get you out of your shell or you need to loosen up and have more fun. Like I definitely grew up feeling that that's what I heard and, and, and that the way I was, was almost like wrong. Um, but have kind of, you know, through my own growth and learning over the years have really found that, you know, being an introvert is just a different way of processing things. And I can absolutely um, have really strong connections with people. I can, um, you know, I have big dreams and I'm, you know, able to make those happen. Um, I, you know, can have fun and and do those things that, you know, light me up, but it's just maybe I'm going to approach how I do those things differently than somebody that's extroverted or, you know, the things that, you know, light me up and the things that I want to do in my life may be different than somebody that's extroverted. So it's definitely not like a right or wrong on either side. It's just a different, you know, approach to how you, you know, process things and and what you need to show up as your best self in your life. I so love that because I think that, I mean, when it, I know that it's a common thing, like even around like entrepreneurship, like I'm an introvert. How could I be an entrepreneur, whether it's becoming an entrepreneurial coach or becoming an entrepreneur in some other area? I'm an introvert. I I don't like selling myself. I, you know, I don't want to be out there screaming from the rooftops that I have some offering that people could sign up to work with me on. 
And one of the things that I've loved about seeing your brand evolve is the way that you have embraced those aspects of yourself. So for instance, your website URL is shelivesred.com. And like when people think of introverts, right, they don't think of red. So I love the, like you can live red without necessarily being like bright red. And you have this manifesto, um, the live red manifesto that says things like, you can quietly shake things up. Accomplishing change doesn't have to be through big, drastic measures. Or um, another one is, is, you got number five here, fun and exciting are relative terms. You decide. If you don't like zip linings or concerts or art museums or whatever you've been trying to like, it's okay. And I wondered if you would tell us I mean, obviously it's kind of a short podcast, but if you could tell us like some of the high notes of your own path going from someone who was told like, oh, can you be more like, come on, go with the flow, be, you know, like, like come out of your shell, you know, that kind of thing to somebody who's like unapologetically going, you know, I'm an introvert. And and that doesn't mean that I can't live really, really well. Yeah, my path to owning my my introvert ways. Um, oh wow, yeah, the path. I think. I mean, it it definitely. I would be, I would be lying if I said it was a short path. It's been a long journey to to get to that. Um, I spent a lot of time of you know my years growing up, kind of butting heads with that side of myself, and really, you know, not liking that and. Um, that kind of carried into, you know, when you, know, you, you get to that legal drinking age, in my twenties and, you know, I had my, my liquid <laughs> courage crutch there for me. So, uh, <laughs> that kind of, um, you know, I utilized that for a long time. So it really, I didn't really start to embrace my introverted side or, or that part of me, um, until I kind of said like enough is enough like I'm I'm sick of like pretending it was almost like this feeling of like my life doesn't feel right it doesn't feel like it's it fits and it feels like I'm you know I'm living somebody else's life not my life and I'm tired of trying to make something work that's not working like I'm not feeling fulfilled I'm not feeling like I belong here in this life I've created. And that's really what kind of started me on the path towards doing a little bit more self-exploration and, and personal development um, into myself. Like, what do I even like to do if I'm not kind of hanging out and going to bars and happy hour and things like that? And so it was really like a, a discovery process, um, thinking about what, who am I? Like, what do I like to do for fun? What do I want to do for a job? And, um, like, how do I want my life to look like? Um, and then that really is what put me on the path towards becoming a life coach. Um, you know, kind of discovering what life coaching was along the way. I was really into listening to podcasts to, discover, you know, new people, new ideas, new things, and came across life coaching. And I would say really that's 
like life coaching and becoming a life coach and receiving life coaching is really what helped me to finally connect the dots and start to see that, you know, I've been pushing against this part of me and that's what's been keeping me stuck in this place. And when I finally was able to, you know, be open to seeing seeing that part of me, accepting that part of me and um, embracing it, you know, and understanding how to utilize it in my life is when I started to be able to live red, you know, to, to kind of go back to what you were saying and, and live red. And that, and that color to me is like passionate, engaged, connected, like excited by life again. And it's funny because, you know, when you think of that picture of introvert, you think of that, like the solitude and, and you think of quiet and, and you think of like the opposite of red. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because I was able to start embracing that, that is the result of it. I, I'm able to feel more connected and more engaged and more passionate in my life because I understand how I need to connect with people. I need, I understand how to give myself the space and the quiet time I need so that I can show up the way I want to, you know, in the world and in my relationships. And, um, you know, I've been able to, you know, think of an experiment with the things that make me feel excited and, and that I enjoy doing and bringing in, you know, it, it wasn't like a total, like leave my old life behind, but now I, I interact with my friends on terms that feel good to me. I don't go out to the bar with them. I invite them to dinner so that we can have a really in-depth conversation about life and, and what's going on and how everyone is and, and things like that. So it was really, you know, a discovery of how to be in my life and interact with the people in my life and, um, go after the things in my life in the way that was authentic to me so that it felt good. And I feel like just even hearing you talk, like it's so important to point out for anybody who's listening, who might be going, you know, she doesn't sound like an introvert at all. And it's like, that's the stereotype of the introvert at work. Like the stereotype of the introvert is that they have no ideas of their own, no opinions of their own, no, you know, that they, they kind of like can't really string sentences together, I guess, because they live in like an isolated tower in a dark and stormy <laughs> castle or something. And, and like what you're describing is just really about an honoring of yourself. And I think you have this, this one liner on your website that I love, because I've, of course, I love the courage that says something like, who says quiet can't be courageous. And, it, and it, it's like, yeah, I just, I think that there's so much of a need for what you're talking about with the She Lives Red manifesto and the work that you're giving to your clients that's about helping people to, like, like your work is not about trying to get introverts to like suddenly be loud and flashy. Your work is really about helping introverts to feel really good in their own skin and to assess what things they might be doing in their lives because they, an extroverted world expects it of them and what things they are doing in their lives that are really them that are like, you know, who, wholly and fully who they truly are. Yeah. I, I mean, 
that's absolutely what I want to, like, that's my mission. And that's really what I want for my clients is to, I want them to feel good in their life. I want them to feel like they're living in their life and they belong there. And that it's, it's almost like a a reminder to them that you can create the life that you want. You know, you have that power to, you know, kind of take a step back and, you know, you're kind of running on this autopilot at this point, you're, you're living your life, you, you, you're on the path, but take a step back and, and really see what do you want? Like, how do you want to feel in your life? And, and do you feel that way? And, and questioning the pieces that go into that, you know, what do you need to feel good in your life? It's not going to be the same as what you might be seeing in other people. Um, it might not be the the same thing that the messages that you see online and on social media or, you know, you know, in television or in movies, it might not be that picture, but it's your life. And I mean, I always go back to this. It's, it's you have one life to live. Like, this this one life is in, is in your hands and you have that power to create that life that you want and being true to yourself and and making sure that you are living a life that is what that fits for you is what's going to get you to a place where you know, when you're looking back on your life you can feel you know good about the life that you led it you're not going to have those feelings and I guess I'm not, I'm not making like this promising statement here, but you know, I don't want somebody to look back on their life and, and feel like they tried so hard to live somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what I want to work with my clients on and, and help support them. in cause I know exactly what that, that feels like. And on both sides of living that life that somebody else's or doesn't feel right for you to then really moving into something that feels like you belong there and that you are creating a life that you feel good in. Absolutely. And I think too, it's about, like, it's not even just about the individual. There's a ripple effect because introverts have strengths. Um, you know, the, the, the time to filter and to contemplate and to synthesize different ideas. Those are strengths that could be used at any business. Those are strengths within a family and, I just, I think in general, obviously it's, it's a better world that we're creating when people can really be who they are and not be told that they're supposed to be something different. And I love that part of your mission is about helping people to honor that and also recognize the strengths that are in being an introvert. Like, like it's not that you're, it's not that you were born wrong and you're supposed to be different. It's, it's actually like, there's a real value in who you are just as you are. Yeah, absolutely. We need people that are the, the listeners, the observers, the, the processors, um, you know, we all play such an important role in each other's lives. I mean, um, being that, I think listening is just such a, a undervalued thing in our society. You know, everyone is so quick to be the loudest and, and be the one that's saying something and being heard. But 
really being able to listen to somebody and and not listening to respond, but listening to really understand what they're saying and being present in that. I mean, it, I think that can really create so many, you know, I mean, I think in business, it's creating innovations, it's creating, you know, better processes. It, it's in our lives, it's creating stronger relationships. Um, I mean, I could go on when it comes to listening, but I just think like that is such a powerful thing that introverts offer into the world. And I think, um, you know, like you said, there's, there's so many valuable things that an introvert brings into the world and into their, their community and their relationships and, and the people around them and seeing those for what they are. Um, and I mean, especially being a life coach, I mean, being an introvert and being a life coach, I mean, you have so many valuable things that you can offer to clients because of what you are as an introvert and, and being a listener, being someone that observes, um, you know, being comfortable with silence. I think that is a huge thing too, is giving people space to think and process, um, so I'm kind of going off in this other like life coach direction, but <laughs> well, that's because you're a life coach and you clearly so... <laughs> you're a fan of the profession, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to, it's like, I just want to scream from the rooftops. Like you have so much, you have so much value and I don't, I think people appreciate it out in the world, but they don't always say it, you know? So I just want to be like, you are appreciated. I am, you're needed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I wanted to ask one last question and I feel like we've kind of circled around it a little bit, but I think it's a great one to, to dive into. And it is, what's the biggest thing that you would want introverts of the world to get from working with you? What's the biggest thing that you would want introverts to get? And this could be like to get, to change in their lives, to understand from working with you. Mm, That's a really good question. Um, So the biggest, the biggest thing I would want someone to get from working with me, I think, and I think for introverts, um, it's really easy to stay in your head and stay, you know, you have all these thoughts kind of swirling, but you don't always necessarily say them out loud or, you know, because you're kind of processing um, maybe a little bit longer than other people, you know, I know I've, I run into this a lot is, you know, it takes me a little while to process. So by the time I'm ready to say something, you know, whoever I was talking to is kind of three steps down the line. So then, you know, maybe I don't say it. So that's something that I, I work on, but where I'm going with this is I think the biggest thing I want to, to take away is, or, or for someone to take away, um, working with me is that, um, Your life is is meant to be lived in and not gotten through. And I think when you're an introvert and you're kind of not saying the things that are in your head, you just keep 
going through the motions. You keep just getting through the list and doing the things you're supposed to do. And you kind of just keep pushing those things like, well, maybe we'll all talk about them later. Maybe I'll talk about them, you know, next week. And, and you kind of put everything else ahead of those thoughts and ahead of yourself. And that's the one thing I want to, to help people with is to, to, to pause, to stop. Let's get those things out and, and let's get you, in a place where you have a little bit more um, control in your life and, and empowerment in your life to take those thoughts and, and incorporate them and not just keep pushing them to the side um, because it's going to then just keep going for, you know, the next month, the next year. And I think that is the big thing that I want people to take away from working with me is to get those things out and, and let's, really start incorporating them so that you're not just kind of getting through life that you're you're living it and and you're taking that ownership and empowerment to do that. I love it. Well, thank you so much Lisa for for coming and sharing your wisdom around this. I'm sure there are going to be some introverts who listen to this who are like, "Oh, wow, I feel like she gets me." And I know that it's one of the reasons we love having you on our team is because <laughs> like at our annual retreat, I feel like I, I could turn to you if we had a trainee show up who was really introverted and be like, Lisa, that's your person. Like, and you'd be like, I'm on it, Kate. Like a total, you know, I can, <laughs> I can like go, you know, engage with them. And as an introvert, understand that they don't want to do like, ah, extroverted stuff, but you know, there's still a way for them to be included and be part of our community too. And you just, you bring a lot of gifts to your work. So I'm going to encourage anyone who's interested in learning more about you to head over to shelivesred.com and particularly to check out your very powerful manifesto. And I mean, you've even got some assessments that are available for people there. You've got all kinds of good stuff. So, um, I just, I love what you're up to and I'm really grateful and thankful for your time and coming to be part of the Craft of Coaching podcast. Oh, thanks so much, Kate. I'm so happy to, to be here with you.